welcome back to season five of Empowered Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Abney, and I'm here today with Marilyn Egan. Hey, Marilyn. Hi. I'm so excited <laughs> we're here. We didn't know we were going to have a season five, and here like, we are. Seriously, over the past couple of years, because we were literally supposed to record the last part of season four. Like literally the day, yes, everything shut, shut down. down. Oh, really? It was the day, mm-hmm. right. and it was just one of those moments where we just had to call it, and that was that. Right. And we checked in with each other as we went along. This has been a year and a half, right? Yeah. And um, you know, now all the things that we were talking about in seasons one, two, three, and four, we were talking about things that we saw. And felt that we're coming on for us as a, as humans on the planet, um, and oh my god, it, like neither one of us. Well, actually, we did see <laughs> we it did because we went back and listened to one we did we did in yeah. November before it happened. We were talking about. Isn't that this amazing? Is oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The prophetic so, kind of sense that you get when you look back. Yeah, that there was, were clues, there were hints. Bringing us to you. Hello, welcome, 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 Marilyn. Go ahead. Yes, Yes. and our guest today is Jeannie Gillum. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. We've had her as a guest before, and we know that, wow, she's blooming and moving forward with this energy. We've been with her while we have not been on this podcast. (laughs) Right. So we just wanted to invite her in and share her wisdom and and things that we've all learned together. But Jeannie is the owner of Touchtone Healing Arts in St. Charles. It's a beautiful space. Oh, thank you. And we opened right at the time that COVID hit. We we opened the 29th of February, and shutdown started about March 15th. Yeah. 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 And so it's been an interesting year. But we've managed. Yeah, and here we are. And I've learned a lot. I've gotten a lot of really... Um, deep, profound messages about where we're moving, why we're moving, what we should do now that we're here. And, you know, that's what I would like to share. It's not my personal wisdom, but it's the wisdom that has come through through. in readings. And I agree with you. Like, that's how I, don't you feel like your gift has just exponentially, like, went to places that you never, what about you, Marilyn? Totally amplified. Totally. That's a great word. Amplified. Yes. Yes. And, Delving off to areas I never dreamed, like never Didn't saw imagine. coming, like mm-hmm. little pivots. But it was like I'm starting to see how perfect all of that was, even though it seemed horrific at the time. What That's we right. all went through. Yes, I'm now getting to the part where I'm seeing like the purpose and the whys behind that. And so I'm so interested, like having this conversation today. That's why we wanted to bring you on first. Well, thank you, because. We really never, we thought this was done. Like we were just That's like, so interesting. literally done. Mm-hmm. We both had conversations about it. We right, were like, right. Marilyn, I, my guidance is like, no, that was it. And time to move on to something else, which we did. Exactly. Right. I started exactly. a uh, YouTube channel called The Energy Sherpa. Congratulations. And thank yes. you. It's going really, really good. And Marilyn's starting a new program called UBU. Yes, I And am. like, so we thought that that was the, you know. Exactly. It was what it was. But. A couple this of is, months ago, yeah. I was like, have you thought about doing this again? Like, we could just do this again. Right. And she's like, yeah. And I hadn't been on the site for about a year. Like, okay. looking behind right. the scenes. Yeah. Because we're not doing them anymore. We're not. Promoting. Right. Like, 
We had had in six months, 7,500 people download episodes. (laughs) Wow. It was an average of 8,500, 85 a day. And we weren't, you weren't promoting. You you know what? Even for my own like love and just opening up the door to conversations, they're more needed now than they ever were before because there's some, so let's just do a dive in and just kind of like, Exactly. Yeah. I had so many people ask me if we were going to start back with the yep. podcast. And, okay, it's time. Right. So, right. Jeannie. Oh, Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we start with you telling us okay. about your work? And, and it's totally grown and expanded. It since has. Started. It has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started Touchstone Healing Arts initially as I just felt called <laughs> to create a space where healers could heal, but also that the healers themselves would be supported. Mm-hmm. That the building itself, the energy there, the, their co-workers, everything about it would feel like home, would feel nurturing, um, would kind of augment, as we said, okay. the healing process. And so that was my goal. Um, I had certain people in mind that I thought would be there. And um, We've we've started out small. There's myself, um, my daughter Reagan, um, but it it the clients really respond to this. Now, can you tell a difference pre and now? Well, she for, yeah. like like well, clients can. wanting oh yes. reaching out oh yes. Like, yes want and people will come and want to hang out in the building. Uh, you know, they'll want to just sit uh-huh. there. They'll want to go. We they have a little it. sitting area and just kind of soak it up um, because it really is. It's, there's just such a soft kind of vibe, you know, without sounding too woo. But yeah, it's just, it, it. feels very nice and it homey does. and supportive it's in there. Beautiful. And, you know, I was doing very sporadic readings. Um, and just through word of mouth, I have gotten where I'm fully booked. And um, the readings have just been amazing to me. They will be very personal, but almost without exception, there will be these broader themes that come through about um, the chaos on the planet and how this individual that I'm giving the reading to, what part do they play in that? And how do we hold ourselves steady during these waves that hit us where things change day by day or minute by minute? Mm -hmm. So um, I've tried to track some of the themes um, because it's helpful to me, not just to my clients, to have that. Yeah. Well, what are some of the things that you have been like— Without, you know, like not talking about people's private readings, but right. like what's the, the 30,000 feet view or the, the through thread that you see? Well, yeah, one of the through threads, it's interesting because it links back to other kind of prophetic readings. Like Edgar Casey talked about these sorts of things, that there would be chaos on the planet. Um, there are biblical references, of course, that a lot of people know about, you know, us going through these periods of extreme difficulty as the veil thins and we become more enlightened, and we move into this kind of higher plane of spiritual consciousness. And that has come through in the reading. So um, there was one in particular that had a profound effect on me because a visual came through, and it was just a different way of looking at the thinning veil. Mm -hmm. You know, I had heard this term, you know, this concept about the veil thinning, and in my mind, it just meant that you know, we gradually would come to more of an awakening, be more aware of our gifts, our intuition, you know, our spiritual connection, you know, to God, to source, and to each other. And I think that is true. Mm-hmm. But this was um, 
a visual of um, of exactly how the veil splits, and it was a vertical veil, and it was like this gauzy kind of gossamer sort of fabric that was spread across, and they showed that the the polarity that we're living in, like the extremes, yeah. you know, are actually necessary for us to pull that veil apart, and that the veil pulls. It's in a vertical way, and it just starts to come apart at the very top. The threads give way, and little by little it opens and allows both polarities. No matter where you're standing on that spectrum, you're now able to see what is truth as opposed to what did I believe? What was I taught? What have I invested myself in in this lifetime? And so wherever we're standing, we have the option to look and see as this veil separates. But um, if you don't mind, I would read there's an excerpt from that reading that please the guides come through and they're very eloquent. They're very poetic. Um, so I'll try to do justice to what just they said. I just want to say that's a, like just that you said something really powerful. Right. Um, that it's rec- needed for exactly. us to be on, to exactly. pull it apart. Like right. that gave it a, you know, context is decisive. Right. Like we choose how we look at something and then yes. that's how we play a role yes. in having yes. that show up. Yes. So what you just said was like made it okay yeah. for it to be right. like the space of division that's exactly. present to, to be okay and that each groups yes. are playing their role. Exactly. To help us all unfold. Right. And right. there's nothing wrong with either one of them. Right. Because right. That's the big. It is. Big it's thing. big. It's big. Okay. And, and, and because leading up to uh. this, you know, part of the message that I'd been getting, too, was that we're supposed to look for commonality. We're supposed to come together in unity. <laughs> the people that are, you know, enlightened, whatever we want to call ourselves, that feel like we're kind of in touch and are, you know, have an awareness of the other side, um, we're supposed to hold things firm for everyone, you know, to kind of ground people and to ground ourselves and to help with that. And so I thought, well, how is that if we're supposed to be in the middle if this is where we're supposed to meet, why the factions? Yeah, okay. Why the divisiveness? So okay. I feel like this answers this is, okay. that to some extent. I'm all ears. Okay, thank Literally. you. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, again, I'm jumping in in the middle of a reading. Okay. But what the guides are saying, they say, on the higher plane, it will all make sense. It will fall into place. It is almost a game or a challenge, this so-called life, meant to hone and prepare your soul to return to the light, and to bring light forward into life, to draw even closer one realm to the other, veils thinning, thoughts expanding, consciousness raising. Man soon will discover that the gap can be bridged quite effortlessly when one but acknowledges the connection exists, the connection to source, the connection to love, to the energy that unites us all. One must truly believe. One hundredth monkey will come, and then you will see. We watch and we wait quite breathlessly. And the guides are referring to themselves at that point. Many clashes, many sides tear you apart. Necessary chaos before the dam begins to break. A dichotomy of sorts, dividing up, choosing sides. And then they show ripped down the middle, stretching thin what remains of the facade. And that's when I had the visual of the fabric, this translucent fabric being stretched to each side and wearing thin right 
down the middle, you know, and beginning to unravel and to shred. And they said, yes, this is the way. An end to the middle. An end to duality. Seeing darkness and light contrasted perfectly, making everything clear. This will be, (laughs) then they joked and said, this will be coming to a theater near you, so to speak, (laughs) meaning that it will be there for all of us to see. And then they said, it's just a metaphor, but you will see. Um, And that was the end of that transmission and or message. And then I just found out last night from, (laughs) I was in a group of women and who do I attribute this to? Uh, Jeannie. To Jeannie. Jean. Yep, the other Jean. Jean. That's she what I thought. Jean. Okay, another gal um, had said, well, you know, there's a biblical reference about the veil splitting in just that way. And I had no idea. Um, I was raised Catholic, and in Catholicism, we sort of have the readings presented to us. We don't generally go to the Bible directly. So I Googled it this morning because I thought I, I need to find this. And um, it, the reference is to what happened after Christ was crucified. Um, and it's Matthew 27, 51. And the, the um, passage is, Behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And I thought, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's exactly what I was shown. That's exactly what I yes. was shown. Yeah. It's so yeah. peaceful. Yeah. It yeah. is. It made everything make sense. It did. Because we had, like you said before, we were getting messages about unity, come together. Exactly. Well, ultimately, that is what happens right. after the divisiveness right. completely pushes this open. For sure. For sure. Tears it open. Amazing. It is, yeah, it is amazing. And, you know, it leads us to, or leads me to the belief of it really is important to take that 30,000 foot view yes. and to step out, be the observer for a moment, you know, when we're getting caught up. Because, you know, one of the other things is that we can talk about 5D coming in or energy shifting or changing, and all of that is lovely. But the reality is, we are incarnated into physical bodies. We live in a 3D world, and we are meant to straddle that, the spiritual yes. and the physical. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. Otherwise, why incarnate? Why we incarnate? would have just stayed exactly. in spirit. And so we do need to pay attention to what's going on on the earth. We do, you know, these sides are there for a reason. You know, we are playing separate roles in this drama, and together we're going to make this happen so that we will be able to see more clearly the truth. Of, of what our reality is as human beings on this planet and beyond. Oh. Yes. So we can make new choices. Good choices. And yeah. so that we don't lose ourselves in the fear well, and we don't right. act from that place of, Think you know. Think about this. Like everything that we have here on the planet as human beings is done by agreement. We have agreements that we yes. consciously yes. or unconsciously made True. or were True. We were told by our parents that these were the agreements that you've got to do. Right. Yeah. So it's all agreements. Right. Until they're not. <laughs> Until they're <laughs> Until not. They're exactly. Not. Right. And then, you know yes. what you got to have a conversation about? New agreements. Exactly. From your new vantage point. Exactly. And right. what does that look like? Because I, I know it sounds cliche, but it's just like it's, I've, I'm in the process of doing a TED Talk 
And like part of it is going back and look at like things I've done before and like what's the message, what's the thing. And I've said this and we've seen it like in videos I've done years ago. It's always about this some version of a world that works for everybody. Right. 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 Not as some cheesy ass idea, but like as like we're here, there's seven and a half plus billion of us. Right. It's time we need to figure this out. Not it's not as not as a government to government, human to human, heart I to agree. heart. I agree. Mm-hmm. The, I agree. The self-governance thingy, that will work itself all out. But if we're, you know, we've been waiting for a long time, possibly for somebody to come and save us. Right. Not going to happen. It's us. I agree. And it's our awareness. So this is like the 30,000 feet to me. That is consciousness level. Like, like not that there's a hierarchy of like you're better if you have a higher conscious because it doesn't mean that at all. I agree. It just means you have a different, <clears throat> it's just like you're a different space on the mountain. Right. You know? Different perspective. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and all the perspectives need to be seen. Right. All of them need to be heard. Heard. Exactly. And so many people, <clears throat> excuse me, see the divisiveness as wrong. This, there's something wrong with right. us here on the earth. Myself included. I had I, been there. I did too. Yeah. I was till you got this mm-hmm. message. Yeah. And it made so much sense to all of us when that came through. But people, I think, will get huge relief from seeing this. That's why the observer view is so important. Right. We do have to move into the earth to do our work. Correct. But we can live in the observer mode most of the time and come to the earth and do our work and go back and forth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with ease. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it's about stepping back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have to be in the thick of things. This is your life. You know, we yes. do get caught up. Right. But we need that time to step back, reground, think about what's important, think about what's really happening, you know, and take a broad look of at ourselves and others and um and what are we buying into by agreement what are we buying into simply because we're told that's the way it needs to be or mm-hmm. should be or this will keep you safe you know that makes us fearful of one another i think we need to you know that that's where we step up yeah. and rescue ourselves by saying no just wait a minute here you know mm-hmm. i see that person that's on this extreme and i see this person on this extreme and i know them and they yes. each have beautiful souls. Yes, right. like and our they, relatives yes. and cousins. And I know and, they would never harm me, nor yeah. me them. Yeah. So what? what is it actually happening here? Yeah. And so keep that in mind that, you know, we are each individuals playing a part. Um, you know, some things do need to play out and it will be uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. Um, but we need to keep our perspective. How? How as value for today, as mm-hmm. de- value for today's podcast, you know, because we open up a big can of worms. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, like that point alone, like that's that's extremely valuable thing to have in in mind as a perspective that helps you. Because without our perspectives, we don't have anything. Like we're just like a unmoored ship. So having that, giving that context for us to keep moving down and as this unfolds to unity, where can we be or what are some things from your perspective that we can be doing on the daily to -hmm. keep us aware enough to know when something happens? Because I've had, we're going to be talking about later on on another podcast, but I had something really 
crazy happened on Saturday night that you would never imagine. I never thought I would ever attract. Right. Okay. But I did. Okay. And I had to stop and go, okay, I could be a victim here or I could, you know what, honopono. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> so I've been reading that book, Zero Limits. Yes. And it's all about like, no matter what it is, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. And this thing happened to me almost a day to get back to that space. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what if I did? What was it trying to show me? And today we're doing a podcast all about that. So yeah. that's the things. That so I think things, you just answered your own question. I probably did. <laughs> that is what we do on the daily. Just stay. Yes. Step back. Catch your breath. You know, I call it grounding. And you actually feel yourself when you ground. You can feel your body become more still. You know, if that's taking deep breaths, that will help. But a lot of it is removing yourself from the busyness in some way, shape, or form. Just step back and then reground and and ask your inner self. Go inside because it's it's through our inside. It's through asking inside that we reach the divine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an internal to the divine kind of connection. What does this mean? How do I handle this? What am I meant to learn? Look at the greater scheme of things because 99.9% of the time, someone is not, it's really not about you. Their actions are about them. You know, it's about what their need is, what their fear is in that yes. moment. And so it, it's very helpful. It gives me a different framework work from which to respond to the situation so that I'm not just reacting out of anger, fear, or, you know, something retaliation or, or anything like or, that or yes. reacting period or react yeah because you don't want to be reactive because yes. then you're just you're not yes. you're still in the loop absolutely so you have to have something for me that's a community of people who i surround myself with you know like that people that i can call that have that, that conversation going yes. on that's like you know what we saw at the beginning that's yes. one of the main reasons we start was to create community Absolutely. But St. Louis has a pretty amazing spiritual community and most people would never even dream of, you know, so like it's possible and it's here. That's a huge, huge theme in all in the readings, especially when people are just kind of coming into spiritual awareness and questioning, can this be real? Mm -hmm. You know, can God be giving me messages or signs or that sort of thing? Can my loved one really be showing themselves to me in these different ways? is to have that group of validation, to have that person you can call, text, Facebook message, whatever it is for you, to say, oh my gosh, this crazy, amazing thing just happened. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> well, you're doing that right now in exactly. St. Charles. That's a very, mm-hmm. you know, kind yes. of conservative community yes. that, you know, and very, there's lots of churches and like religions that could have bought up against, you know, yes. our perspectives. Yes. And even though it's the same, <laughs> but like, look at you doing that and you're telling us that you're getting, that you're, attracting and building a business in that environment, which yeah. is just yeah. like amazing. Yeah. If it's people, happening there, it could be but happening. But it's there. embodying that energy that you work with. It's embodying who you are and what you do. Well, thank you. And that's what we have to look at. And as we communicate with each other, accept each other, have a conversation, mm-hmm. even if you don't agree, there's still love there. Absolutely. I'm like, let's let love win. That's a great, great you know, final. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Marilyn? Like, for your clients, what are they? Have you noticed this? Like, uh, like a different type of clientele coming in, or totally. Like totally. What's your? So what are they saying? What's your experience? Like, when you're, how has it shifted? So what I'm seeing is a lot of people who 
don't necessarily agree with each other. I have we have circles where people have different points of view and it doesn't matter. We stay in the higher perspective, look at the big picture of community, knowing how we want to feel, and we try to understand each other and accept where we all are and know that everyone has a reason for where they are. And it can be a very beautiful thing to just learn to accept points of view that are different than ours Mm -hmm. and actually have real conversations. Yeah. And that whatever brought them to you yes, is the thread to unravel. Yes. To get them yes. right there. So yeah. it's just yes. like life's already giving us the stuff. If yes. we can just stop seeing it as bad or something we've got to push away to get back to that life we thought we were all living. Well, that's now gone. <laughs> right. It's never coming back. And now we get to create new spaces and just having the conversation and just acknowledging that this is what this is where we got to that yes. takes some of the pressure off of it does that what's next feeling because um for me the context of survival and thrival really were powerful over the past like for me over the past 18 months about really yes. getting clear about a lot of my behaviors where mm-hmm. they came from all the every all of my actions were coming out of trying to survive something well, and that's true for the population in general. When yes. you're acting out of fear, you're in the base mode of survival. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you're not thinking, you're not using your higher reasoning. You're definitely not, you know, being in touch with the spiritual side when you're trapped there. Because it's about taking your next breath, finding your next meal, keeping a roof over your head, being safe. And so we have to acknowledge or somehow accept that even in the midst of all of this craziness and the change that we're going through, we are ultimately safe. We are ultimately yes. protected. And so from that place, then, I can look with a little bit broader perspective. I can step back and kind of appraise, well, what's going on here? And what do I really want? What's our ultimate goal? You know, yeah. where are we wanting to go? And how do I see us getting there? And yeah, yeah. and I think we, we all have that. a piece of that master puzzle for Absolutely. the world that we're creating. Right. And everyone has their own little piece of the puzzle Puzzle. of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So connect. We're creating community. We're all creating community individually and collectively with whatever we're doing. And if you're hearing this and you resonate with what we've been talking about, especially like the fear-based things and maybe even having a conversation about stepping out of survival or what that could look like. Reach out, we'll connect, and or there's a connection to a community wherever you guys are listening to us at. Um, that's out there. That's possible because if it's happening to us, it's happening all over the world. You can just guarantee it. Because um, I not only not know that now, I feel that now. Because I know right. there's other people out there that are doing this exact, having these exact same sort of conversations. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. Don't you yeah. guys feel? I feel Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's very validating to have that mm-hmm. happen. Always kind of reminds me of, you know who Larry DeRush is? I do uh, not. Center for Spiritual Living. Oh, yes. yes he yes. Um, helped me with a movie about 10, 15 years ago. And there was a quote he used to always say that always sticks with me, which is appropriate for this podcast. And it's like, chaos is just the moment before order sets in. Oh, yes. True. 
Yes. That's, it's very that was true. this message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was saying that 15 years. It's like right? that one little clip from that uh, documentary wow. is stuck in my head. Like it never yeah. left. I still yeah. see the, because yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's good to keep yeah. that in mind. Yes, it is. And we will. Thank Jeannie, you. thank you. Oh, you're thank so welcome. You. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Great way my to pleasure. kick off season five. Oh, thank and you. And yeah. a brand my new pleasure. conversation. So excited for both of you. Yeah. And you. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Guys, thanks for listening in. Hope you got great value out of today. Um, And we'll leave your information in the description box below so they can get in touch with you and have a conversation with you. Maybe a a reading. You do them by phone, right? I do. I do. By phone, by Zoom, FaceTime. In we're person. All, it doesn't matter where we live now. We're very flexible. <laughs> <laughs> very flexible. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Yay. Thank you all for listening. And we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.